This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. According to Linda Bernicki, Director of Rural Health and Wellness at the Rural Housing Network, Housing is a human right, and just not housing, but safe and stable housing is a human right. So if I'm in housing that I don't have any heat or running water, then I'm denied a basic human right. And it takes all levels of government and all levels of society to work together to start to develop responses that is going to limit homelessness. That includes those people that have lived and living experience of homelessness and at risk of becoming homeless, to service providers, to different levels of government, to organizations, to society as a whole. We have become stagnant to homelessness and almost like saying that it's okay. And so we need to come together and collectively build responses that are unique to each community, but work best for each community. In the concluding episode of a series about the recent housing needs survey, Linda Bernicki and her colleague Emma Wallace talk about solutions. I've sometimes heard that the housing crisis came about because the government stopped building affordable housing back in the 1970s. Is this true? I've read several articles of of the same thing. I think also what's happened is that there's been such between different levels of government of who's responsible for what and whose residents are these people in our community who's responsible for them, that conversation continues to be had in 2022 and homelessness is increasing. So it looks to me like all levels of government and society in general haven't been doing a very good job at working together if we're seeing an increase in homelessness instead of a decrease. Do you have some solutions? What can we do? It's about having these difficult conversations, but doing something about the conversation. This community is a great example of They're just not doing this because money was available and they could collect some data. They're actually implementing what they're hearing in the community. And we need to be able to do that at a larger picture. 427 people throughout the Strathcona Regional District filled out surveys about the housing situation between April 11th and May 11th of this year. Slightly more than a quarter of them came from Cortez Island. And there was also a large number from Quadra Island. Emma Wallace was the project director. Rural communities across Canada are struggling with issues of housing and homelessness. We actually were really thrilled and we really commend Strathcona Regional District for taking the opportunity to do this assessment to get a better sense of the picture of homelessness in their area and really start to work to implement that. We're really thankful to the Campbell River and District Coalition to End Homelessness and the Urban Indigenous Health and Housing Coalition for their support in the project and to everyone who responded to the survey. The community members and residents in Strathcona Regional District are entirely what made this project possible. And so their time and their expertise by filling out the survey is a huge help in this work moving forward. Without their help and their information, we wouldn't be able to do a project like this. We really have to listen to those folks that are in very vulnerable homes for a variety of different reasons and respect them as human beings and say, hey, this can happen to anybody. What are we going to do to make a difference? And how can we do that? So I really think it's about not saying it's the federal responsibility, not saying it's a local municipal responsibility, not saying that it's the poverty reduction team's responsibility, 
that it really is everybody and we really have to start to work together to collaborate to build responses that are going to be more successful. One of the things that Strathcona Regional District was really interested in hearing is actually hearing from respondents in terms of what they think is the best way to stabilize the housing situation, which is a really great approach. It's a kind of a really community-based and collaborative approach to addressing issues of housing. We asked two questions for respondents. One of them was, if you own property that could have a secondary suite or a separate dwelling on it, but doesn't currently, what would encourage you to have a long-term or year-round rental unit on your property? In terms of Cortez Island, most folks noted that they would need zoning changes and or financial support to allow for a secondary dwelling or rental unit on their property. Then several people also noted that they would be willing if the tenant had their own tiny home. Also high on the list, a lot of folks believe that more education around what a secondary dwelling looks like on their property and incentives to build one would really help stabilize the housing situation. And then the second question we ask is, what do you think might help stabilize the housing situation in your community? If we look at Quadra Island and the other islands, most respondents feel like more housing options and more creative housing options, that's tiny homes, carriage houses, dock homes, and income-based affordable rental units are the way to address the housing crisis in the community. Additionally, folks suggested an empty homes tax. That would be a tax put on property owners or homeowners who keep their homes empty in the off-season and are only renting them in-season as vacation rentals. Strathcona Regional District took a really great community collaborative approach. They were really looking for resident input in this. Overwhelmingly, those are the two things we heard. We need land rezoning so that we can have secondary dwellings or rental units on our properties. And we think a empty homes tax will help stabilize the housing situation in our area. She also spoke about transitional housing. We don't have an exact number of who has stayed in transitional housing, but what we do know is that 49 people in Cortez and 13 in Quadra were either emergency sheltered or provisionally accommodated. This means that they were either staying in an emergency shelter, a weather shelter, a youth shelter, domestic violence shelter, they were maybe couch surfing, living in an abandoned building, or they were in a transitional housing unit. There are not many transitional housing units open right now in the Strathcona Regional District. So I think it's fair to say that very few of those folks are staying in transitional housing. And so one of the goals of this project was to get a better sense of if folks would be interested in staying in transitional housing. Once we have that information, service providers across the region can use that information to advocate for housing supports. One of the big things when we look at housing is actually also the services that we provide to folks who are struggling with housing. They go hand in hand. One of the things that we've recommended is to advocate for accessible and affordable community services. Many respondents in a survey noted like difficulty accessing basic needs, specifically shelter and food services, for a variety of reasons, including operating hours, distance from their residents, and then lack of transportation. I also saw 107 respondents across the Strathcona Regional District who were lacking heat in their homes, 
55 respondents who lacked indoor plumbing and 37 respondents who didn't have access to safe drinking water. What we hope is that improved awareness and access to services like crisis financial resources will help folks to access these basic amenities that would consider them to be in livable conditions. A lot of respondents emphasize their difficulty in paying rent or mortgages. They're finding that they're falling behind without a stable income. So again, really promoting that crisis financial support and basic needs supports are available to folks in the community is critical in ensuring that respondents don't lose their homes. Maybe even more importantly, many individuals highlighted the concern of transportation in the Strathcona Regional District. A significant number of respondents indicated that they're traveling upwards of three hours to access services anywhere from groceries to doctor's appointments to laundry services to mental health care. Others noted the increases in prices associated with that long travel, increased ferry costs, increased gas prices, and then the increase in actual services themselves. What we're looking at is a group of folks who are really struggling to access those services. They're facing a lot of barriers in accessing services. Significant group of folks in the Strathcona Regional District are actually walking and hitchhiking to access services. They're really in need of services, but have no means of transportation to get there. It's taking part in quite high-risk behavior in order to get the services they need to stabilize their housing or their health or to access food and water services. This is quite concerning because we know that the ability to safely and easily access services is the first step in stabilizing a person's housing situation. They go hand in hand. You can't really do one without the other. Something that we've highlighted as an opportunity is to really look at what transportation looks like in the community, but also what services are available where and where can communities collaborate on services to allow for better opportunities for their residents. There will be a lot of collaboration needed to address housing in the area. And so I think it's really important to kind of highlight that as I walk through this, because no one group is going to be solely responsible for these recommendations or implementing these ideas. You've been listening to an interview with Linda Bernicke and Emma Wallace from the Rural Housing Network about solutions for the unstable housing crisis. They conducted the recent housing needs survey on Cortez and Quadra Islands, as well as throughout the rest of the Strathcona Regional District. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.